Well, it's always a great privilege to welcome our Archbishop into our midst, our Archbishop Glenn Davies, who needs very little introduction, although last time I was up here and interviewing him, I got his title wrong and I don't think I've ever really recovered. Um, <laughs> Glenn is also the president of the Moore College Governing Board. And, uh, and so he serves among us in so many different ways, in different capacities, but not least uh, in that very, very important part of our life together on the Governing Board. Uh, Glenn has just returned from Tanzania and I thought I'd invite him up just before he preaches and uh, if you'd be willing to just maybe share a thing or two about your trip uh, to Tanzania and, and one or two things that we could pray for you before I read the scriptures. Again. Right, okay. I thought you were going to interview me. I'm just going to talk, am I? That's okay. I can, I can probably do that. <laughs> um, I... Uh, was invited a year ago to uh, open a school in a place called um, Bunda in the Diocese of Mara, which is in the uh, northwest part of Tanzania uh, on the border of Lake Victoria, uh, which is a massive lake. I don't know if you know, Lake Victoria is the second largest uh, freshwater lake in the world, and uh, three countries uh, border it Uganda, Kenya, and Tanzania. And uh, it was, uh, I have a fairly heavy schedule and I wasn't really sure about whether I should go, but I thought I should go uh, because this particular school uh, was uh, founded with money through the Archbishop of Sydney's Anglican Aid. Uh, it started about uh, four years ago, so it was just being officially opened uh, by myself. It started with about 20 uh, girls. It's a secondary girls' school and it is now uh, 350 girls in four years. That's an extraordinary growth. And uh, so uh, I went and uh, I went for a week in Tanzania and the bishop there and uh, Helen Hoskins, who happens to be a, well, she was a CMS missionary. Uh, she now lives, she's retired from CMS. Uh, she's my age um, and she happened to be in the same class as I was in fourth year in Moore College, along with Bishop Ivan Lee. And uh, so it was great to see her. She left college, uh, went to as a, a, a lay woman at, uh, I don't think, she, she might become a deaconess fairly soon, I think. Is that right? Anyhow, I think she became a deaconess. <laughs> what, what would he know? Um, <laughs> sorry, Dr. Leslie. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and then went to St Andrews Hall and spent 35 years in Tanzania. Uh, she's very fluent in Swahili, as you might expect after that time. And uh, she's just a remarkable woman of God. Uh, she has devoted herself to Tanzanians there. And to see her in situ, uh, having known her personally for nearly 40 years, uh, it was just great to see her in, on location. Uh, she has used her own resources to buy land and build a house uh, with a number of rooms so she can have guest rooms and uh, she's actually going to give that uh, to the diocese uh, when she either eventually comes home if her health uh, fails or if she decides or God decides that she might end her days in Tanzania. Uh, she, uh, she, she has done a number of things. She's, um, if you've ever seen her prayer diary, she's the uh, great involver in Girls' Brigade and, uh, and developing young women particularly uh, in a country where women are often devalued 
and, and strengthening them in their skill set. So she set up a, a girls' brigade centre where girls uh, come from fairly destitute situations, sometimes unmarried mothers, and teaching skills in sewing, uh, embroidery, tailoring and things like that. And so I went and visited that, that school, uh, that, that college, and because she saw the difficulty of girls coming to the Bunda Girls Secondary School, uh, secondary school teaching in Tanzania is compulsory in English, but not primary school. So if there's been no proper English in primary school, they struggle coming into, uh, into the equivalent year seven. So she, is, she established this Bunda, this, um, another a school called Shalom School, a, a primary school and a preschool, which is all in English. And it was really quite... Um, quite fascinating to say that's only three years old and it's already got uh, over 150 students in it uh, and it just goes at the moment from preschool to year three I think it is. So uh, this is the kind of work that she's doing. So I, I, my time in Tanzania was a great opportunity. Uh, I don't know how long I've got but anyhow it doesn't mean you can just stay there. Um, <laughs> it, it was a great opportunity and I, I planted about seven trees as I moved around the place. I, opened, I unveiled about seven or eight plaques uh, opening places and doing things. I received all kinds of gifts a uh, particular gift I got, which was from the cathedral, was a clock uh, with not a normal face on it, but my face on it. And, <laughs> which my wife said is not going to hang in our house. Uh, so it's a bit confronting. Uh, it's a, it's a quite a peculiar clock because I had to take all the, 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 the um, numbers off and it was just a 12, 12, 6, 3 and 9, but they didn't put them in the right order uh, when they put them back on. So it's a very unusual clock. Uh, it's in Tanzanian time. And, but the other, the great opportunity I had is, was being with a bishop there, and we could talk about Gafcon. Uh, he's an evangelical bishop, and, uh, and to strengthen him in his ministry and support him was, was a, another great encouragement. Uh, we in Diocese of Sydney have had a strong association with East Africa, uh, East African Revival, of course, uh, in the first half of last century, and uh, Tanzania in particular. So to continue to strengthen those bonds and through the Archbishop of Sydney's Anglican Aid in supporting ventures like the Girls' Brigade and the uh, Secondary School and Shalom School, and I'll probably stop there. How's that? How can we pray for you? Um, I, I, the thing that I find remarkable as I move around the diocese is that a number of people will say they pray for me, and I, I, I firmly believe that because that's what I'm sure that's what keeps me resilient in terms of the, the kind of things that have come across my plate and, and the work that I do. Um, my, my greatest prayer request is always how I triage my time and, and the things that come across, what, what I have to handle and what I can delegate, or, and making the decisions along those lines. So that's, uh, that's probably the most important thing, that I might use my time in a godly way. I've got just as much time as everybody else does. There's no, you can't pray for more time. Well, you could, but it's not going to be answered. I don't think, not in this life. Um, so you have to use your time wisely, and, and that's what I think it is, so that I continue to love my wife, my children and grandchildren, and serve God in the position I hold. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, now I know what to get Felicity for her birthday. Glenn is going to be preaching to us from John 13 in a moment but I thought uh, I'd just lead us in prayer before I read that passage out to us. Our Father, we thank you so much for our brother Glenn and Di 
we thank you, Father, for their uh, ministry uh, across this diocese and um, in this nation, in this city in particular. And, uh, and we thank you, Father, for the way in which uh, he blesses us too in this community by serving us on the governing board. Father, we uh, uh, rejoice in the many and great opportunities that this position gives for uh, him to share the good news of the Lord Jesus and to uh, see his name honoured. Uh, but we are conscious too, Father, of just the um, uh, extraordinary demands of this office and the many things that come his way. And we ask, Father, that as, um, uh, as he's asked just now, that you would give him the wisdom to know how to do what is best in the midst of these um, uh, competing demands, uh, give him the courage to be able to discern what um, will uh, most effectively promote uh, the glory of the Lord Jesus. So we pray for him. We pray that you would sustain he and I in this, um, in this work. Uh, we thank you, Father, especially just for this recent trip to Tanzania and uh, all the wonderfully encouraging uh, stories of... Um, of the work that's going on there, particularly these two new schools. Um, we thank you, Father, for uh, those who have laboured in, uh, in, in this country for so long, um, like Helen Hoskins, and we rejoice, Father, in the, the great fruit that has come from that, um, that work, and uh, we pray that you would greatly um, uh, bless these two schools and that they would be um, contexts in which um, the Lord Jesus is loved and known and that many indeed would come to a saving trust in him. We thank you as well for the partnership that this diocese has with, um, with uh, the uh, Anglican uh, diocese in Tanzania and we thank you, Father, for the, um, uh, the opportunity for encouragement uh, in the faith that uh, Glenn was able to enjoy with the bishop there this past week and we pray, Father, that uh, in this country... Um, that the work that's done within uh, the Anglican Church there would continue to remain faithful to your word and uh, would greatly um, honour the Lord Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for Glenn. We pray now that as we turn to your word that you would give us hearts and minds that are willing to listen attentively and the will to put these wonderful truths to practice in our lives. We pray for Jesus' sake. Amen. <coughs> 